The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. You're tuned in to the Talking Point in a moment. Of course, we're going to be opening the phone lines and taking your calls. We'll also talk, be talking to uh, the Justice Department. This is over the new interventions that they're bringing in, in particular to stop those who are defaulting on paying maintenance. The number to use this morning is 011-714-2006. Before we do that, though, Parliament has warned the controversial Ingonyama Trust and its board that it should never think it's above the law. The ITB had appeared before the Portfolio Committee on Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. It was to answer on the findings of failure to disclose irregular expenditure of about 2 million rand. It was revealed by the Auditor General in its annual report for the 2019 and 2020 financial year. Abongwe Kobokana has more. The trust is the biggest landowner in KwaZulu-Natala and Kiel Goodwill's religion is the sole trustee. The entity has been criticized in some quarters for its failure to uplift communities living on the land it owns. Last year, an investigation was launched to probe its financial affairs. Board Chairperson and former Judge Jerome Gwenya didn't mince his words, disputing all the findings of the AG with regard to irregular expenditures. So that was the latest report then taking a look at that particular matter. So for our thinking point today, we're looking at this, right? The Justice Department says they'll start using registered cell phone and telephone numbers, company registrations, credit profiles, and many other things in order to track down those who are defaulting on their maintenance payments. Well, to understand this better, we're joined by Josephine Peter, who's a senior legal admin officer at the Department of Justice. Good morning. Good morning, Kathy, and a very good morning to the listeners of SAFM. It's a pleasure to have you on this morning, Josephine. Firstly, let's understand the context of the problem that you are trying to solve. Um, Firstly, we have experienced humongous problems with regard to securing the attendance of the maintenance defaulters to court for purposes of conducting the maintenance inquiry. Mm -hmm. You will note that uh, once the maintenance application is issued, um, it is going to be useless if it is not saved on the defaulter. So what we are actually trying to do is that we want to track and trace um, the defaulters for purposes of securing their attendance at court. And secondly, we have also experienced uh, problems um, which have been exacerbated by um, the two forms of economy in South Africa being formal and, and informal economy, whereby you find that people um, hide their assets or they do not want to um, you know, outrightly reveal their financial position or situation, which then makes it difficult for us to actually determine the amount that needs to be paid um, for maintenance. So this system will also assist in terms of tracking and tracing the assets 
as well as assisting us in determining the financial position of uh, the maintenance defaulters. I'm going to give you an example. Mm. You find that um, a person is employed and at the same time they are also running a business elsewhere or they are a director of a company or they are a shareholder in a particular company. Mm. Now, previously we were unable to actually establish that. However, the current system has showed us that we can actually receive the linkages in terms of which once we then uh, put in your details as Josephine Peter, then we'll also discover that you are linked to a particular company and then we'll then go further to establish your position or your capacity in that particular business. So that has actually, you know, um, um, you know, assisted a lot in terms of, um, you know, securing food for the children. Mm. How, how regular of an occurrence is it that you have people avoiding attending some of these uh, hearings on, 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 on the maintenance simply because they don't want to ultimately be paying money in the end? Highly. Um, we have um, established that the previous system that we were using will only give us um, addresses or maybe the employment um, address. Then when we go further to actually um, investigate, then we found that that was actually the previous um, information. So then um, when we sent out the sheriffs or the maintenance investigators to mm-hmm. go and assist in terms of saving the, the documents, then they, they find that they cannot even locate that person. Even when you leave messages with um, the relatives or the members of their family, they still do, do not even deliver those messages. Or maybe in some cases they do deliver, but a, a person decides I'm not going to attend. And they know that um, once they have not attended at court, it's, it's, it's actually difficult for us to, to basically warn them or give or serve them with the subpoenas to force them to come to court. So hence this system that is going to actually ensure that they get saved. And once they are saved, then we know that it attacked um, legal consequences. Mm. Do we know what percentage of, of, of cases actually experience this? Yes, we, yeah, we know. Um, at this stage, when we did our analysis, we found mm. that about 15% um, of cases of the defaulters that we could not um, ascertain their financial positions, uh, we, we have identified that and we are currently resolving that. So let's talk then about the new interventions that you're going to be exploring when it comes to finding those who are effectively, <laughs> I suppose in some ways, on the run from the court. True, true. The new in- interventions are that um, once um, an applicant comes to court and complete the maintenance application form, then it then empowers us at the court to actually invoke the provisions of the Maintenance Act. That actually empowers us to attend at um, any information hub or, or, or you know, um, or, or link with um, any um, information storing. Um, department or institution for them to provide us with um, information that we'll be needing. For instance, um, we never had any intervention regarding motor registration um, details, but now we are actually going to explore that. Also, um, in terms of the companies, we, we, we only looked at a limited um, aspect of it, but now we are going broader because we're saying we are bringing a holistic maintenance track and tracing system in order for us to be able to um, secure the attendance and also determine the financial position. When you speak about different data companies that you are going to be able to approach and find information from, what kind of companies are these? Um, the first ones are obviously your um, credit bureaus or the credit houses. Because remember, um, that's where most of the activities takes place. Um, when you open an account automatically, then um, you get um, your details get 
registered or stored in the in the credit bureau. We are going to be also be approaching the company registration um, uh, institution as well because that's where we know um, a lot of people who are not involved in the formal economy or who are not employed, for example, in the government departments or in uh, other other. Um, companies are actually conducting uh, business as the vendors and we know most of them apply for tenders or you know they go and follow another way of making money so their information will be stored there so we'll also be approaching that and we're also going to be looking at another system of actually collaborating with other government departments you know we know that many people are employed and once you're employed then you are also registered at the department of um, labor then we'll be able to access such information do you think that this is going to increase your compliance Definitely, definitely. Um, recently, we had um, a conviction for one of um, a person who was actually owning about four companies who had areas of about 300,000 and did not want to pay because he had always said he is unemployed. So we were able to get conviction against them. So that showed us that it is a step. And for us, it's actually a stepping stone. And uh, we, so we are now going to get ahead and then um, roll out this system to all the other courts. When does it start? When will you be able to begin doing this? Um, we, we, we have started, um, you know, uh, piloting in, in some courts. Then we are looking at piloting in about 600 courts at the second quarter of the 2021-2022 financial year. Josephine Peter is the Senior Legal Admin Officer at the Department of Justice. So there you have it then. It's 9.30. Of course, I'll get your views just after the 9.30 news headlines.